Hello, yes, we're back again for another episode of SSD and DRAM News, sponsored by a pacer. As usual, I'm your host, Frank Henville, and we're broadcasting from our sunny studios here in Taipei, Taiwan, where a pacer's headquarters is located. We've got some interesting and I would say quite upbeat stories uh, for you this month. So without further ado, let's get to the news. Well, I hate to admit it, but in many previous episodes of this podcast, we've seen what seems like overwhelmingly negative reports about the NAND flash industry, uh, the downturn that started, well, it was certainly well underway by last September, uh, persisted up until as recently as last month, and there didn't seem to be much of a silver lining on those clouds. But uh, we're finally hearing news this month. Uh, the main oracle for this was Trendforce, but the news is coming from all over the industry that NAND flash prices are expected to stabilize and rebound in the fourth quarter of this year. Uh, projections suggest that the prices will either remain steady or increase by somewhere between 0 and 5%. Uh, I think any increase, even a small one, would be quite a shining light for the NAND flash industry and the suppliers involved. Uh, many attribute this to Samsung's announcement that they were going to make a large production cut, as much as 50% of their production, uh, especially for processes under 128 layers. And other suppliers will almost certainly follow suit. So as inventory is reduced, uh, orders are expected to increase. And uh, yeah, as I said, uh, uh, prices should be either holding firm or witnessing a mild surge. Uh, most people aren't predicting a surge of more than 5%, though. Uh, in fact, NAND flash prices are predicted to rally ahead of DRAM, uh, there are still mounting losses for NAND flash vendors as sales prices near production costs. So uh, NAND flash wafer contract prices kickstarted their revival in August. So uh, for this to continue through into 2024, we're going to need to see more cutting back in production and hopefully an accompanying trend, which is the rebound in enterprise SSD purchase orders, if those continue to improve as they've been improving gradually this year, uh, the industry should have a silver lining, as I said. So this is all predictions. This is not set in stone, but uh, the industry seems to have come to a consensus on it. And uh, the stock prices of uh, suppliers and manufacturers in the NAND flash industry seem to be reflecting it, so uh, consider it received wisdom, but not a promise of anything in the future. Uh, let's just hope these predictions are correct. I'm certainly hoping they are. So, I think it's safe to call that our upbeat and positive story for this month. Um, I do want to move on to a slightly negative story but one that I don't think I can avoid covering. It's just too big of a deal. 
I think any of our regular listeners will have heard me talking about uh, cyber attacks, ransomware, and how that connects to the storage industry in particular. And most of the time, uh, every time I read about a big hack, such as the time a, a hospital in Europe was hacked for ransom, I think, wow, they've gone to a new level. They can't, they can't sink any lower than this, those hackers. Well, they, uh, <laughs> this month, they, they got me again. And uh, I want to just bring you this story briefly now. So actually, apparently there were two almost simultaneous cyber attacks on casinos in Vegas in September. Uh, one of the attacks was on MGM re- Resorts. They actually had partial or complete computer shutdowns that lasted for up to 10 days, uh, beginning somewhere around the 10th of September, but that's not uh, confirmed. So uh, they had problems, everything from uh, hotel reservations, credit card processing. I saw video footage of uh, someone walking through a casino, and uh, there was multiple machines there, gaming machines, And they all had the blue screen of death on them. So even if you were there and you had money, you couldn't gamble. So uh, I don't want to speculate what 10 days of downtime, even partial downtime, would cost a Las Vegas casino. But it's got to be, well, I want to say it's in the seven figures, but that's just a guess. Um, So more recently, uh, MGM posted, we are pleased that all our hotels and casinos are operating normally, quote, uh, so they seem to have recovered. Uh, one of their rivals, Caesars Entertainment, also said it was hit by a cyber attack in September. They reported to federal regulators that it uh, began around September 7th, and this is not confirmed, but reports said that hackers asked Caesars to pay as much as $30 million U.S. dollars and according to those same reports, they actually did pay a ransom of 15 million U.S. dollars and were able to avoid uh, much of the downtime that MGM was subject to. So again, those, are, uh, those stats about the numbers are just the rumors I've heard online, uh, not official information. But if uh, they had to report it to federal regulators, then it seems likely that they had to pay some ransom Because, of course, uh, paying ransom is not illegal, but paying a ransom to certain sanctioned uh, countries or companies under U.S. law is illegal. So you have to be careful who you're paying ransom to, to be honest. So it just goes to show you even some of the top players in the casino gaming industry still have issues with hackers, with downtime, and those issues aren't going away. Uh, if any, if anything, the hackers are becoming more brazen in their attacks. So whether you're a small, medium, or large enterprise, you need to consider about what your exposure might be uh, in your in your digital storage, in your cloud storage, to hackers if they were able to get their hands on your data. It's a very serious concern. And lastly, uh, this is September, and as I'm often reporting in September, as we come into our second year of the podcast, uh, a pacer has been attending trade shows again, and I just wanted to uh, give a brief rundown of uh, 
of uh, our participation in those trade shows. We were talking about the gaming industry. Well, uh, from August 15th to 17th, a pacer was demonstrating SSD and DRAM solutions for gaming applications at a trade show in Sydney, Australia, which is known as AGE, the Australian Gaming Expo. And uh, this is another growth market. If you're not familiar with Australia, uh, casino gaming is legal in many of the states and often doesn't happen in casinos, but in bars or in small operators where there may be one or two machines. But uh, it's a very robust market. In fact, uh, many people are predicting that the market will grow to as high as 65 billion U.S. dollars by 2027. So Apacer was there to show off some of the products that I've talked about in this podcast before, such as PCIe Gen 4x4 high-speed SSDs, which allow gaming machines to render high-resolution video images at the snap of a finger. And we're also showing off DDR5 DRAM modules. I know I've talked about those here which are available in SODIM, RDIM, and UDIM versions. And uh, similarly, we're also going to be attending a trade show in October, which is at the uh, Venetian Expo in Las Vegas, Nevada. That show will be from October 10th to 12th, and it is known as the Global Gaming Expo, also called G2E. Uh, it's actually been around for more than 20 years, so it's quite an established show. And a pacer will be there again uh, with the, similar to products to what I just mentioned. Uh, many of them carefully tweaked to meet the needs of casino gaming professionals. So if you're still available in October and you're in Las Vegas, Nevada, feel free to check out that show and say hi to some of a pacer's friendly representatives at the booth. Okay, looks like I'm running out of time once again. So we certainly had some ups and downs in this podcast. Uh, I think the ups outweigh the downs personally because uh, we've been waiting for that turnaround in the NAND flash industry. And if the predictions are correct, uh, things are finally looking up again, which is very positive, not just for me, but I think for people around the world who, because it's really inescapable to use 3D NAND flash today, whether you're a consumer, whether you're uh, participating in almost any kind of business, uh, those storage technologies are behind almost everything we do, unless you're still using HDDs for certain applications, I guess is possible. But uh, DRAM also is practically inescapable. If you have a cell phone or a portable gaming machine, you probably have... uh, some 3D NAND flash in your possession. So it's good to see that the industry is recovering uh, since it's something the world needs. And I hope to be covering more positive stories like that one in future episodes of the podcast. So please tune in again next month for more SSD and DRAM news sponsored by a pacer. We look forward to seeing you again. Goodbye. <laughs>